Hey, welcome to Pod of Mercy. I am your host, Long Hair Linda, and our special guest co-host, returning guest co-host today is... Flawless Mr. Take No. Pod of Mercy, whoa, let's go. Let's go, <laughs> Linda. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. I'm excited to be back. You have so much energy for somebody who is also in lockdown. Like, everything is just locked off. We're just at home. How do you have this much energy? That's why, because all the energy I would be expanding, getting about and doing things, I'm now just at home chilling, still doing all the same things, but then I just have energy that I've not used. So it's like, yeah, I'm just full of energy, full of life. Life is good, even though we under lockdown, life is still good. I'm still having a ball is what I'm saying, basically. <laughs> You're always having a ball. <laughs> I am, you, you know. Like the best time. <laughs> Dude, I am always having a ball. You got to make the best out of it. Like Carlos Miller says, isn't it? I am happy. Emmy trying to tell me what my life is. Like, <laughs> you love that gift. I, I love swear it. you post it daily. Like I, do. I post it on a regular. That's at least a weekly basis, just to let people know. Like, why? Why are you not? I'm just having a ball. That's why. I do. I'm, well, that, I'm, I'm glad. Life. I wish I was more like that. I'm trying to be like because obviously I'm I'm on lockdown now as well. Yeah. And now I don't even, I'm, at least like the last couple of weeks, I've been working from home. But now I'm not even doing that. So there's no distraction at all. I'm just sat here with all of my thoughts going, all right, I need to be productive. I need to do something. <laughs> exactly that. That's, that's exactly what you should be. That's exactly what you should be. Be productive as you are with Pod of Mercy. Like, yeah, but see, being productive and thinking I should be productive are two very different things. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. It's two very like, I'm things. very, very good at thinking I should be productive. Yeah. Uh, and then when it comes to actually doing it, I'm like, um, okay, <laughs> this is interesting. No, I hear that. I hear that. We'll talk afterwards. After we finish the show, we'll come up with something. Definitely. Come up with a little plan. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I enjoy a list. I love putting a list together, as you know. You've seen me and my little list in my phone. Um, very, that's very true. Very, very true. So what I'm trying to do is do some lists of what I can be doing with all of this time off um, and kind of just, you know, maybe trying to just do a little something every day just so that I'm not bored and because i literally have watched everything from netflix back to front now like <laughs> there's nothing i haven't seen at this point it's honestly it's ridiculous so i don't know um uh, go watch i don't know go watch the marvel uh, marvel films in chronological order or something this know. is the thing i'm trying to avoid doing so i haven't i was one of those people that was like last year when disney plus came out in the u.s i was like mm-hmm. oh this is this is ridiculous why do we have to wait we got to wait till 2020. And then it came out in March, what, the other week. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. And then I didn't. And then I was like, no, 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 I'll definitely get it this week. And then I didn't. Because I don't want to get it until I'm ready to really sit down and binge the entire Marvel series. I fully understand what you're saying, but you don't even need Disney Plus to do that because all the films are online anyway. Like I watched Winter Soldier the other day. Like, you love Winter Soldier, you know. When I saw, you know what? It's one of them that, because when I first watched it, like, I wasn't really, like, a biggest fan of it, a big fan of it. And then I watched it again, like, a few months back. And I was like, for a singular film, like, this is actually fire. So then I watched it again. Because obviously we hold Marvel films to a ridiculously high standard. And especially, like, when the Avengers assemble. So it's, like, unfair to compare the singular ones to the ones that they're all together. But yeah, with the soldiers file. This is the point you were trying to make, wasn't it? When we were on, um, I think it was on one of the Talk About It Network specials. Yeah. 
you were trying to make this point with Captain Marvel, even though you also didn't like that film, but you were saying to to Nick, like one of the things was the expectation was really high by the yes. time that film was coming out. Yeah. And I think had had we not had so much alcohol, <laughs> we would have probably <laughs> been able to make that point a bit better. You know what I mean? Like to be able yeah. to say, look, yes, okay, it wasn't it was it was never going to be an endgame. It wasn't no. going to be an infinity never. war. It was it was a standalone film and any I think personally, any any film like that for any of the Avengers, a standalone film in that time that was supposed to fill in that gap. Eh. Yeah, it was kind of it wasn't a lamb to the it wasn't a lamb to the slaughter because Marvel films are very loyal, but it was it was just a all right. This is going to segue into here, and I think it did its job. But that's it, the thing, and I yeah. think I think it did its job, and also. Or as a standalone movie, if you ignore the fact that it's supposed to be part of the Avengers franchise, like we did with a lot of the other films, mm. uh, you're able to enjoy it. Like, I honestly think that's why you don't love the Spider-Man movie so much. I think because if you were just watching it on its own and it wasn't part of the Avengers series, I honestly believe you'd probably enjoy it a bit more than you do. That's true. Well, the reason why I have such... I'm very critical of Spider-Man film. Not only has it has so many of them been done, even before it arrived in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like as a kid growing up, I loved that cartoon. Like the cartoon is it was one of my favorite cartoons. Like if that was still on, I'd still watch it now. Like that's how much I enjoyed Spider-Man cartoons in the past. So my level of expectation of it is high from the jump. And then obviously they did the films before it went into Marvel. And even them films were a bit like a couple of them were good, but it was like it was just supposed to be so much better. Like, they really dropped the ball. To me, Spider-Man should be, like, a main, main character. And I think they just dropped the ball on it. And not so much Marvel. It's because so it's been done so many times. Like, how many individual Spider-Man films are they? There's so many. Yeah, I mean, off the top of my head, I can think of, obviously, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. There we go. And then, uh, and then what's his name? There was oh, a guy shit, after him as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, What's his name? Uh, he ended up dating Jane as well. Um, oh, my God. What's his name? And Andrew something. I can't remember. I'm terrible with actor names. But yeah, yeah. like you said, so Toby Maguire did three. The guy after him, he probably had, what, two or three. So yeah, that's six did. already. Yeah. That's six already. And then you I added... do like I do like Tom Holland's Spider-Man, though. I, See, I enjoy you... Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Because they turn him like, it's just... I really... It's okay. That's what I'd say. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Like, I will go and watch it, but it's like, I'm not, like, looking for... Like, I'm more... Of, like, if, say, they did a crossover with Venom, which they spoke about, then I'm interested. I'm like, okay, let's see. Yeah, but that. why? Like, what, what, what would the story even be? Nah, even if it was Venom, like, because obviously Venom's his arch nemesis, so it's like, at least with that, with Venom, they could, they could do that, because the Venom character's firing. Like, I'm very much looking forward to the second Venom film. That'd be fire. You'd Venom not, you're telling me Venom ain't a very good villain. Wouldn't make a very good, he was one of the better villains in the cartoons. That's where they dropped the ball as well. Like, I don't think they got the correct villains from, like, where's Kingpin? What's going on? Yeah, but you have to separate the two. It's never going to be the same as the cartoon, and it shouldn't be. That's true. No, it's not the same, but at least take the better villains. It's like, where is where is Kingpin? Like, what's going on? Like, yeah, fair point. Like, getting the Goblin was on point, but then they had, uh, was it Sandman or something? Who's the Sand? Like, no one cares for, like, villains for Sandman. It's like, whose idea was that? <laughs> whose idea was that? It's like, you got to go and get the correct. It's like with the whole X-Men, like, franchise, it's like, Someone said it. Um, Charlemagne was talking about it on Brilliant Idiots. And he was talking about because he's got Disney Plus and the cartoon. And he's like, where's Gambit? And I was like, that's a very fire point. 
Like, where is why is there no Gambit film? Like, I don't watch X Men like that, so someone may be able to correct me. But it's like, where's Gambit? Because he was fired. See, I, at the top of my head, I can't even think of who that is. Gambit was the guy with the cards. He used to throw the cards at people. Oh, okay. You see what I'm okay, saying? okay, okay, okay. I know who like, that is. Like, he was one of the bad X Men. It's like, where's Gambit? See, I was never really like hugely. I watched it, but I was never hugely into X Men like that. Um, with um, with Disney Plus, I feel like I'm just gonna watch every. Like, I'm not gonna be able to not watch everything. But what? That's the whole point of it, though. No, I know, but like, I need to. Um, we've just been talking about how I need to be productive and not just think about being productive. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I'm just sitting there on Disney Plus, I'm not gonna get anything done. I just have this feeling that that will be like the final nail on the coffin of productivity if I get Disney Plus. But the thing is, you're disciplined enough. To me, I think that to to find a balance, no, you'll find a balance. I, you I definitely, don't know you, that you, I am. you would, yeah, you are definitely like you would still continue Pod of Mercy if you got Disney Plus. You would still do more. Oh, I'd yeah, I'd still yes. do. A, but that's a podcast every two weeks, right? Yeah, <laughs> Whereas just, everything else that needs doing won't get done. <laughs> is we just you just need. Like, I think you're. I don't, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit here. I believe you would be disciplined <laughs> enough, definitely. Oh, and thanks. then you'd have something to look forward to because I thought the same because I'm still trying to be productive. When I have time on my hands, I can watch all the Marvel films. I've been watching Narcos, all those type of things. Oh, I can't do like Narcos, that. you know. I've really, really tried. Why because it's Narcos? See, it's my type of film in the sense of it's crime, it's drugs, like all of the good things. But the, the subtitles, I cannot focus. Like I need to, when I watch things, like unless it really grabs my attention the whole way through and, and you can't really do that with a series for me, it has to be like parts of the series will grab me, but not the yeah. entire thing. Right. So I need to be able to look away from the screen and still be involved in the story. And I can't do that. If you're speaking <laughs> like Spanish, like I'm not gonna, like, it's just, it's completely Mexican. Like, I love it. So oh. there's no parts really of any English from what I remember. So it's all Spanish. So there's no way I'm, I can hear the odd word in Spanish, but I'm not, Good. obviously I don't speak Spanish. So like, if I look away, I'm going to miss big chunks of the story. So I can't, I really, I've tried and I, and I think I would love it, but I'm just at this point, I'm not able to like give it the attention it needs. I hear what you're saying, but you have to be, to me, the reason why I like it so much is for that reason that it's in Spanish because it adds to it being authentic because they did, um, there's an El Chapo one that they've also done. It wasn't Narcos, it was completely separate. And it's an El Chapo one and I started watching it and he was speaking English and I stopped watching it. But I'm <laughs> like, this is not authentic. Like, you don't <laughs> sound like that. Like, I want it to, it adds to the realism of it, because obviously we know certain things are like fictionalized and stuff yeah. like that. But it adds to it, obviously being in subtitles, and that keeps me focused in. I don't like because even when they're like, like say Pablo Escobar is like putting a hit out on someone in Spanish, it just sounds so much more vicious. Like when the man start cursing, it, <laughs> sounds, it sounds mad when the man start cursing. So it's like in English, it just wouldn't have the same effect. Like I don't want to hear you. I I don't want to hear you talking in English. Like I like the fact it's in Spanish, and then you have the Americans on the other side obviously speaking English. And again, that adds to the whole realism of it. I think that's why I like um, Queen of the South. Have you ever seen Queen of the South? No, the reason why I never watched Queen of the South, because I went to my cousin's one time and I was watching it. And no, well, he was like watching it and I was like half watching it. And I seen like two bits. And one was like a guy getting his head caved in with like an ornament. And then I seen another guy getting raped in jail. I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. <laughs> I was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, no, this ain't for me. 
nah, nah, nah. It's um well, that's not the whole show. I mean, there there, there are the moments. Whole, there there it's are... not the whole show, but this was very very like because normally with shows like they'll they'll like insinuate that there's been rape. Like they won't show the actual scene, and you'll see the guy on top of the girl, then it will stop. You see this guy like fully like getting bent over, and I was like, yeah, this is. I honestly much. don't even remember that. Um, I was like, but Queen graphic. of the South is one of those shows where it is very graphic. Um, mm. But the reason I brought it up was because they do speak a lot of Spanish on there, but only when, like, only when they're in. So it takes place in like in Mexico and in the US, obviously. Um, but if they're like in between, a lot of the time they're in the US, so there's obviously a lot of English being spoken. Yeah. So the Spanish is is still there for the authenticity type of thing that you were talking about. But okay. Okay. I don't have to pay attention the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I so at least I can look away. Um, <laughs> so that's probably, and I love Queen of the South though. Like a lot happens. So I can't even remember the scenes you mentioned because so much happens in every episode. Like it's one of them really intense you know shows. What, you know what it is now? Nah, you know what show I'm even thinking of? It's not even Queen of the South, but I know it's similar. Sons of Anarchy. I think that's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm thinking of. So when oh. you said Queen of the South, that's what I thought. So now nah, I've never seen right. Queen of the South in it. Son of, Son of Anarchy, that's the scenes I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I didn't even question that the things that you mentioned happened in Queen <laughs> of the South because honestly, there are quite a few. I don't remember. I obviously don't remember that, but like, there are quite a few like graphic scenes similar to that. Yeah. Um, because it starts off with this girl being basically trafficked um, oh. to the states, and it's like a bunch of women who have been trafficked to the states. So it is like there are very graphic scenes. Um, okay. So that's why it didn't like, I just assumed that I just didn't remember. <laughs> like, oh, right, it's nah, one of those nah. shows where there's I like, oh, that. there's stuff that goes on. Yeah, like yeah, it I is. No, I was thinking but, um, Sons of Anarchy. That's what I was thinking. No, I've, ne- I've never watched mm. that. Yeah. So, okay. So other than, other than like still getting your bits and bobs done at home and streaming and whatever else, how, how has lockdown been for you personally? Like what else have you been up to? What are you planning on? Have you got anything in, in, in your mind yet? So in terms of that, like obviously keeping everything, my brain, my brain is constantly ticking. So I'm always thinking of how to improve what I'm currently doing and all the ventures I'm currently on. So I'm always thinking to the week, the current week, the next week, the week after, et cetera, et cetera. Always trying to think of new ventures as well. And then also as well, what I'm going to do once we are off isolation and outside of lockdown. And I've also been writing bars again, so making me, well, writing music again, I should say. So that is on the agenda as well. So obviously I've been in speed to talks daily as it is anyway. So that's something that we, that's something we was planning on before like lockdown happened. So now this has happened. It's just laser focused everybody in because it's give everyone more time to, to write bars down, get lyrics together, etc. Dope. And you've got music coming out at the end of this week, I saw, didn't haven't you? Yes. Oh, great reminder of that. See, you know what I'm saying? Yes, the Mambo remix is out Friday. I presume it. I'm not spoke to my boy Jody, who was on the tune, who's, whose tune it was originally, but I presume it's coming out on, the video will be going out on his channel, which is Joe Deli Official. But you'll see me posting the link anyway, and it will also be out on Spotify as well, I'm guessing. I need to speak to him to get all the details. But yes, Friday, Mambo remix will be out. See when you when you guys when you had like those snippets of when you were recording it, I swear from from that day that that is the catchiest song ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will catch myself just randomly singing bits of it for no reason. <laughs> like it just pops up. 
Yeah, it's I, so so catchy. I can't wait to hear the full version. Yeah, I hear that. Like, cause I've still not seen the video, and I appreciate you saying that as well. It is one of them. Like Jody, like when he did the original, cause the original's out. You can go check that. People, like he, I told him I was like, yeah, you've got one here, cause he makes them club bangers anyway. Hell, him and shout to Emperelli as well. Like they make those type of. So then when the remix happened, it was like, this this is just as cold. Like the remix, you've got one here, cause Tox hit me up and was just like, I'm gonna record. The, the remix for this tune are you are you rolling through so i'm like yeah roll through so i was just like all right let me just go do my tony yale shit on the intro calm <laughs> like that was my plan so i did that on the intro and that shouted all over the intro great stuff tox bodied his verse everyone else bodied their verse and then i ended up writing the back-to-back with jody in the studio and then putting the back-to-back on the track that's how that happened so it just happened in the studio we wrote it within about five ten minutes and then recorded it there and then Jeez. Amazing. Right. I can't wait. Like I said, I can't wait to hear the full thing because yeah, yeah. that's probably going to be stuck in my head for eternity now, to yeah. be fair. So catchy. Mambo. So, is. so catchy. Mambo. Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it really is catchy. It is. One of the things I've definitely been doing um, more of on lockdown is being on social media. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, though, because... It seems like it's just a lot at the minute on <laughs> social media. It's just, it feels like, you know, like, I don't know if you get this. I get this. So sometimes when I'm around a lot of people, like say we're at an event, like a battle rap event yeah. and, you know, obviously, you know, say hi to everybody and you're like catching up with people that you might not have seen for several months or whatever. Um, but then sometimes like when there's a lot of people, it's like you get a lot of people's energies all in one go. I don't know if this happens to you, but sometimes I get a bit overwhelmed and I have to just leave, (laughs) not leave the whole event, but like go outside for a second or just go somewhere where there's not so many people. Like sometimes everyone's energy coming at you at once is a bit much. And I feel like that's what's been going on on social media. Like everybody has time on their hands. Everyone's going on live on Instagram every two minutes. (laughs) That's true. It's that is constant, very true. And I'm constantly having to click out of people's lives because I've accidentally clicked it because I'm also on my phone 24-7 now. So, like, I'm, I'm clicking on something, I'll be tapping on something, and then it'll pop up, so-and-so is live, and I accidentally tap on that. And then I'm in this live that I didn't even want to be in, so then I'm <laughs> trying to come out of it. Like, it's just, it's a lot. Everyone's yeah. just online constantly, and so am I. And so I'm trying to figure out, okay, let me put my phone down for a second because this is, this is a lot. Well, it's nothing wrong with being on social media so often as long as you're being entertained. Like, I'm on my phone constantly. But the thing is, I'm being entertained. Like, social media, fun, like, anytime anything happens, I go straight there because I know that's where the jokes are going to be. I'm straight to Twitter, typing in the name of whoever or whatever the situation is. And then I'm just going to scroll through some comments and laugh my ass off. That's what that's for. That's and true. It, Twitter is undefeated for the jokes. Yeah, like you're really never is. gonna find better jokes anywhere else. Nowhere else. Like it's prime. Like I'm like, all right, let me go on Twitter. And then in terms of people going live, as long as you're entertained, is it doesn't really. I'm all about it. It's like I'm just here for entertainment. I'm not looking for no facts. I'm not looking for no lectures. I'm not looking for. Oh, everyone stay indoors. You'll be. You're gonna be okay. I'm like. I'm literally here for entertainment. So I understand people going live all the time. And in terms of you saying you being overwhelmed, uh, like sometimes like a bar representing that, that's just the same again. It's because you're not being entertained. You're hearing like we from like the bar rap world. We know we're like people just talking shit. That's basically what it is. <laughs> it? 
These people are boring. Some of these people are talking shit. Some are just boring as hell. Like, we don't have to name names. They know who they are. You <laughs> oh, you're talk- so rude. <laughs> it's facts, though. It's like, okay, you're just talking a whole load of nothing and that. Like, it is. Like, there's a reason that you you will be talking to the, the same. You'll be at different events, but talking to the same people all the time. You feel I like do happy. talk to the same people yes. all the time. You talk to the same people because you know you're going to get jokes. Right? I know if I come up to you at an event, it's gonna you're gonna either it's either gonna be funny or you're gonna tell me something I don't know that's happened or something like that. It's never gonna be an issue. It is because mostly be- because I'm just doing shots at the bar. There we go. Isn't it? You're there for a good time. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I know if I go to Linda, yeah, this is gonna be a great conversation. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not gonna feel overwhelmed or anything. There's gonna be no issue. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I can't be honest with you. There's gonna be no small talk. That's what I'll say. Small talk. That is true. I really, for somebody who likes talking a lot, I hate small talk. Yeah, I hate it. I'd rather just stand there or sit there in silence. Like you know, silence is okay. (laughs) You know, them ones that have to fill the gap with anything. I hate it. I hate it so much. Like. That's yeah. one. Of, it's one of the things that I don't like about like meeting new people as well. Have you noticed? Yeah. Anytime you meet new people, the thing is, I actually enjoy like yeah. you know new energies, like new you know finding out more <laughs> stuff about people. That's actually all right. But you know that first beginning bit where <laughs> you do the same. Hi, how are you? Oh. What have you been up to? Oh, the weather's interesting today. Like, oh, yeah. the weather we're in Manchester is probably <laughs> raining. It's probably <laughs> raining. 99.9% of the to time talk about. Raining. There's zero to talk about in that instance. And yes, um, small talk as well. And that's one reason why I'm not struggling with being isolated because I don't have to do it anymore. I that's don't have true. to do it at all. Like, I don't have to fake interest in what you've got going on. Like, <laughs> silence is fine. Like, like you said, silence is fine. Like, more time, often when you see me, I am by myself. That is via choice. Like, that's via That's choice. true. I mean, I'm, I'm very much like that. But I think, I think the thing with me, and I, I saw a tweet about this at the beginning of all of this. I think it was by Issa Rae. And I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember word for word what she said. But it really resonated with me because she was like, I thought I was the type that just liked to be in the house all the time. It turns out I like to just do whatever I want all the time. (laughs) So like I'm exactly the same way because I would normally choose to be in the house. Like if somebody says, Oh, there's this, this happening in town. I'd just be like, Oh, that sounds nice, but I'm going home. Like, cause that's where I wanted that, you know, after work, especially if I've if I've just been using up my brain energy all day, the last thing I want to do is try and entertain like any situation anywhere else outside of my home. Sometimes I just want to be at home by myself, catch up on my programs and just chill. Exactly. But that's because I'm choosing to do that. Yeah. I haven't got anyone on telly telling me you have to stay home. (laughs) And I'm just like, but wait, what if I want to go and do stuff now? Nothing's open. I wanted to go and get like, you know, just little beauty treatments, go treat myself to something. I can't do anything. I'm just in the house. And it sounds really like, because I hear myself and I, or not hear myself, but I hear like my thoughts of me, you know, complaining in my head about whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but you know what? People in such worse situations, like you have a home, you have, you know, income still and like everything's good, but it's those little things that kind of niggle at you, at your brain. And it's like, no, I really want to actually just go and do things. And I think that's what bothers me. It's not so much the isolation side of it. It's the, Oh, I have no choice. You're telling me I can only go and like exercise once a day outside or go to the, like the supermarket. I want to do other things. 
yeah, I, 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 yeah, I fully understand what you're saying. And then in that instance now, all you have to do is try and find, you try and find other ways to entertain yourself. That's yeah. what that is. So what you would normally do, so if you'd normally go out, say for a drink or treat yourself to, I don't know, a bag, a new dress, shoes, whatever type of thing. Now you just have to find new ways of doing that. Well, this is, that is this is the thing I'm trying to put into practice now because I noticed I only feel better on the days when I, I behave as if it's a normal day. Like I'm not, I'm not sitting there focusing on the fact that I'm stuck indoors, if that makes sense. So, you know, I get up and I still have my routine as if I'm going out somewhere, even if I don't actually leave. Um, you know, I found all of like, I found all of like the other day, a bunch of all of like my nail stuff. So I'm just going to start doing my own nails and just pretend I'm in a spa or an, in a hotel, in a salon or something and just do it myself. And like, you know, play some spa music or whatever. You, <laughs> you know, them like calming. I swear they've got like YouTube playlists of all well, that like shit. Like whale music. Um, Not whale music, <laughs> but okay. Whale music. The whale's talking. What stick that. whale music and just <laughs> like <laughs> massage my own leg. <laughs> 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 you know, whale music. I thought it was or dolphins or killer whales. Know what? Whatever, really. yeah. Oh no, not this again. <laughs> not this again. I swear I don't want to be talking to you for 10 minutes and then you bring up this dolphin whale thing again. <laughs> <laughs> if, if any listener is confused at what oh, we're laughing at and why that's so funny go back and listen to the talk about coronavirus yeah was um, it the part, part one two was it part one or i can't even remember which one it was just go listen to both because they're both hilarious yeah Woo, but yeah that's what i thought in it when you said like carla music i thought it was like whale music or dolphin sounds. to be I fair i mean i wasn't thinking of that but yes there is those whale noises and shit yeah. that they do play and to be fair i've got all of i'm already like i looked around <laughs> looked around my house the other day yeah. and i was like i legit said this out loud to myself mm-hmm. i was like linda oh my god you're a fucking hippie like <laughs> Because I came downstairs, right? I was making a pot of oolong tea to bring back upstairs. So I'm sitting this here with like my, I've got it right now as well. I'm looking at it with my like infuser teapot of like oolong, Chinese oolong tea. Came upstairs, lit some incense in one room, left that room, came into my bedroom, put some essential oils in my diffuser, stuck that on. And I'm like, what the fuck? what happened to me like if like if 10 years ago if 20 something year old me was like looking at what i'm doing now she would be like what the what is wrong with you what what has happened to you there you go that's just you changing them and it's making you happy into such a hippie like it's ridiculous maybe that's your true calling then that's what that is i think that's what i'm supposed to be that's what it is if you're happy doing hippie things do hippie things and to be fair meditating which i used to think was super hippie and didn't work at least not for somebody with like my type of brain that doesn't switch off actually has been really helpful on certain days to me see there you go there you go so maybe i was i was always a hippie in spirit and just didn't know there you go maybe it was (laughs) was your true calling and now you're enjoying yourself doing hippie things I'm trying, you know, relax and do more. I'm actually going to try and put some of that whale shit on. See go, if it helps it? me. It might help. That's what you have to do. Just find other ways. And that's for anyone. Just find other ways to entertain yourself. So everything that you was doing, like, obviously before isolation. Yeah. If you can't do it now. Just try and find. Just, like, modify it. Other things. Yeah. Or modify it. That's what you have to do. Like, yeah. Like, if you were creating content before, now my ideas is just like, all right, how do I create more content from home? And think to the future as well. All right, what are you going to do when you get out? 
And I say that, I say it like we're in jail, but yeah, what are you going to do when we get out of isolation? So <laughs> <laughs> like we're in jail, but it's true. That's what you have when to When your time's about, over, what are you going to do? Like, this is rare that basically this, God hasn't pressed the reset button, but he's paused the world. Everything's on pause now. So now yeah. everything's on pause. This is the time for everybody to get set. Everything you wanted to do, you now have the time to do and you have ample time to, all right, when I get out, I'm going to set it up like this and I'm going to do this. You can be thorough with your planning. Absolutely thorough. That's like, really I've already, true. I've already thought in my head, all right, this is what I'm going to do as soon as I, this is going to be set when isolation's over and this is what I'm going to do as soon as I get out. And obviously you can continue to work on that from home anyway because social media puts, puts us all in the same room. We're all in the same room. It is very strange to see how, like, everyone in the world is going through it at the same time. Like, even people that usually are so far removed from us, like celebrities, for example, to see them also being, you know, like, on Instagram Live and being with their families and just, I guess, being just regular human beings. um, It is very interesting that we're all, because it's very, very rare, like you say, that we're all experiencing something at the same time, like the whole world. How often does this happen? Yeah, never. Even with a world war, it wouldn't happen because obviously you'd have certain countries who were who would remain neutral, so they wouldn't even be involved. But this is literally affecting every single person and everybody across the entire globe. It's put the whole world to pause, and it's put everything to a halt. Like nothing has not been changed by this. There's nothing that has not been changed by this. There's no business, no nothing. No entity. It's mad as well, like because um, so obviously this com- this will be out on on Wednesday the eighth, um, but we're recording this on Tuesday the seventh. And I was watching Love and Hip Hop this morning, right? Yeah. I was watching Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, and because of the way they film it, so they have their usual scenes that they film like when they're doing their day to day life stuff, mm-hmm. um, but then they have like scenes that they have like a little they're in a, a studio with like, a green screen, yeah, and it's them kind of explaining the scene or whatever that they were in. Um, obviously they film those later than they film the actual scenes of them in their lives. Okay. So because of the way scheduling works for the Atlanta um, franchise, they are, fi- well, they, they're still filming now the studio yeah. stuff. All right. So because they're all in isolation, they're filming in their own homes. So today was the first episode or this week was the first episode yeah. where it was cutting from the main scenes to them talking about the scenes, like each individual character, oh, right. I guess. Okay. But in their homes, it was really, really strange. Like, cause obviously the audio is different. Like it's, yeah. not, you know, the visual is different. They still have a green screen behind them and stuff, but it's not studio quality. It's them at home. Yeah. So it's just super interesting to kind of see how, and obviously they, they keep putting a message up um, throughout the episode where they say, look, you know, it's for the safety of everyone. It's isolation, stay mm-hmm. home, save lives, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, it was just it's super interesting now to see how the world is changing with it all. Yeah, it's and how everyone's just like adapting because you know the show must go on. You still have to get stuff done. So that's it's what just, it is. The show must go on. You, you've already, you've already got me. You, you adapt or perish. Right. That's what it is. You evolve or, or die. Yeah. Evolve or die. Like I didn't really want to say die, but yeah, we'll go there. Like, true. Yeah, yeah with Corona. <laughs> but it's true though. With much, yes, I was gonna say adapt or die, but I thought that's a bit much. So I said adapt or perish, but yeah, evolve or die is the same type of thing. And back to your point of celebrities being now in touch because that's put celebrities and people on yeah people of a high profile. They're in our realm now, so they have to go to a YouTube, a Zoom, a Skype to record and 
whereas so much they was on TV, so that was their get that was their let out. But now TV right. is YouTube is pretty much TV now. That's what I've noticed, and this is before isolation. But even more so, the certain shows I know come out on certain days, and I'm like, all right, so this is out on Monday, so I'm gonna watch that on Monday because I know it drops Monday afternoon. So that's but and that's the same programming as TV. I used to think, oh, this is coming that's out true. on this thing, and and podcasts are like that as podcasts well. Podcasts are like that, yes. I yeah. do you know what's funny as well? Like I I know what day it is of the week. Like I'm reminded what day of the week it is by the list on my podcast <laughs> app. Like when I see certain things, like I know today's Tuesday because the read is sitting right there on my podcast waiting, like app waiting to be listened to. There you go. So like, you know, things like that, like knowing what day it is only because of that. It is it is the scheduled programming thing because there are also some podcasts that i actually that have visuals that i watch on youtube and again i know i know what day it is because of that schedule yeah see that's so i know that if flagrant two comes up okay it must be wednesday because exactly by the is. time it comes out here it's wednesday morning and it's like oh wait no there's brilliant idiots it must be friday <laughs> like because the concept of time is just so it's mad in isolation right now especially now that i'm you know not not working from home either so it's like i just have all of this free time with no structure yeah and now it's you have wild you have, it is wild and now you have time to structure it exactly as you want this will probably never true. happen again you have time to structure your, your life and like what you exactly want to do during this time time period now exactly as you want so i like i'm gonna get up and do this because i was already like like anyway i was like all right i'm gonna get up and do this this I wake up and be like, all right, what's on the agenda today? And make sure, I'm, all right, I'm going to do this, then I'll do that now. And obviously with work and stuff, that was kind of in the way. So it's like, yeah. not in the way, but like that took up time. But now it's like, you have 24 hours pretty much. Or even that if you're working. That is one thing I've noticed. It's yeah. working, it takes a lot of your time and energy. Yes, it does. It takes a lot of your time and energy. It takes the majority of your week. If you work five hours, seven days of the week, that's the majority of the time. Yeah. And then even the five hours, seven days of the week, you're only thinking of, the time that you spend there, not even the time that you spend traveling there and traveling back home. Say you travel, it takes you an hour to get to work and an hour back. That's two hours. Yeah, that's two hours a day. That's 10 hours, that's 10 hours a week. That's 40 hours a month on just travel. That's some fast math. Yeah, it's fast math. I had to make sure I did not get that. <laughs> I had to make sure I didn't get that wrong because my math is not my strong suit. I'm very pleased <laughs> that I got that simple math correct. Very it. simple. I'm very. I was. Yeah, I calculated that very. Like I'm here. Like right, I forgot this right. I had to make sure it was right. You're like rain manning it over there. Yeah, make sure. I'm just make sure it's right. You know the um, the meme when the guy's got all the meme and it's the white guy and he's got all the equations on the screen. Yeah, like, he's trying to put. That was me exactly. then for simple maths. Simple maths. All that was was five times two and ten times four. But it is what it is. That's <laughs> funny. That's all that was. But yeah. Um, yeah, where are we going from here? No, yeah. So, no, we were just saying about, like, time and, and how, you know, a lot of it is spent is spent at work or travelling to and from work and, yeah. you know, all of your energy is going to that. And especially with me, by the time I get home, it's like all I'm thinking about is, okay, you know, shower, cook, eat, watch something, sleep. That's yeah. all I have the energy for. That's it. Um, and whenever I, I'm trying to do things in the evening, it just I'm just so tired all the time. So yeah, I think there's definitely positive ways to look at it, and it is about, like you say, adapting and just 
trying to like even with this like recording this episode of pot of mercy this was like the trial run almost just to make sure that okay we can use zoom we can still get this going and all of the people that i've you know been talking to before have been like yes we'll definitely get on an episode it's probably (laughs) the best time now to actually get them on an episode because everyone's home what is everyone doing everyone's home no one can't duck you anymore. Like if someone doesn't, if someone's ducking you now, they genuinely don't want to speak to you. Oh, of course. Yeah. But it's like, it's mad because like obviously living in Manchester, I I know people that are in London and it's just trying to organize everyone's schedules to, to meet up and and sit down somewhere and record. So obviously when I'm in London, I don't have a space where I can record. Um, So then there's just all this type of thing I have to think about. Whereas now it's like, okay, well, everyone's, you know, we're having to do this through Zoom anyway, everyone's home. Then all the people that we've, you know, I've been in touch with trying to organize something. Now it's just should be nice, nice. Now's the time. Yeah, yeah. easy sailing to get people. Cause I've seen many of people reach out to you on social media and be like, I want to come on Pudder Basic. Like, yeah. I understand I've been here and this is even a fourth, fifth time I've been on here. Like it's a Thanks great so. show to be on. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great show. Every time I have a great time on here. So as I understand, so it is, like you said, it is now the perfect time to reach out to people, to get guests you've had them previously and to get on new guests as well because everyone's home. Definitely. I'm yes. going to go through my list again and try and try and get some good topics going for, yeah, for my guest co-hosts. Oh, um, you mentioned, content. actually, speaking of, I don't know if this is content, this is someone's real life, so apologies for putting <laughs> it that way. But, 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 um, <laughs> the thing is, though, as bad as it sounds, when you're in the public eye, that's what it is. Yeah, That's and you you knew well. exactly where I was going with that as well. Um, because you mentioned before we started recording, you mentioned about um, because I didn't, I can't believe I missed like all this time I spent on social media and I still miss stuff. Is it's mm-hmm. amazing to me. Mm-hmm. But um, this is the thing though. Like I said to you, so we, we're talking about um the Adele divorce. Obviously, I knew that she, you know, she had split from her partner. Yeah. Um, there was all these rumors earlier in the year that she was with Skepta or whatever. Like, I knew that obviously she wasn't with the guy that she, you know, that, that she was married to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I missed this whole story of this potential 140 million pound divorce. Yeah, 40 million. First of all, that's an insane amount of money. Um, and, <laughs> and I just missed all of it. I saw one tweet that said something about Adele the other day, but you know, it, it, like I, I couldn't be asked to look up the context and I yeah. didn't see anything else. So I didn't even think twice about it until you mentioned today about this, this story. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what, the, what is even going on? So obviously, you know, I did what any normal person should do and went on Twitter um, <laughs> to see what go. everyone was saying about it. There you go. The news that's that will give you both. It'll give you the serious side and all the jokes as well. It'll give you a right, balance because that someone someone responsible will put a link to an article that is yes. responsible, yes. Um, which you then have the choice to click on and read mm-hmm. for yourself. Uh, but you're also going to get these jokes. Yeah, you're going to get these <laughs> so, jokes. And these jokes was flying. Like I was, I was rolling. I think I quote tweeted a few of them. I retweeted some because it's just funny. Not like it's that's not me agreeing with it. I just funny is funny. Whether it's true or not, funny is funny. Well, here's the thing. So, so from what I've seen, Adele is right. So Adele's having to give her ex-husband 140 million pound to settle the divorce. 140 million. Yeah. So I think either that's what he's asking for, or that's what they've agreed on for him to actually basically sign the papers and for the divorce to be final. So, So 
one of the things I saw, so Nella Rose, she does um, YouTube videos. Uh, she's mm-hmm. hilarious to me. Um, so she put yesterday on, or recently on Twitter, um, as a man, why would you even want to take that much money from your ex-wife anyway? Bummy you. And somebody... <laughs> <laughs> I know the quote tweet already gone. I'll let you stand it out. Somebody said, if it was Adele receiving the payment for divorce, you'd applaud her for collecting the bag. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what, right? I don't like to be hypocritical, but at least I'm honest when I am, okay? So for me, but I, okay, here's the way I look at it. I think, right, okay, (laughs) I'm trying to word this in a way that's not going to make me sound crazy. It's all right. I think, all right, if two people get together, first of all, like we we were saying before we started recording, why wasn't there a prenup? I don't get this whole, like, oh, we're in love, we're not going to get divorced. Okay, cool. So if the prenup is there, you're never going to need it then if you're never getting divorced. At least it's there. Because people change, right? That's a fire. People change when they're upset. People, like, hurt people. Mm -hmm. Like, just think about, like, even forget, like, the romantic side. Just think about maybe friendships that are broken down. Like, sometimes you say things that you you either don't mean or you say things out of being hurt, right? Or you do something out of being hurt. Obviously, you try not to, but you can't control what somebody will try to do to you when they are hurt by you or by your actions so you not having a prenup doesn't make any sense when you are worth that much money in my opinion right even on you know i think anything that you build together as a partnership like while you're married yeah cool split that because it's that was both of you anything you come into the relationship with is is yours yeah and the only way you can really make sure of that is by having a prenup that's exactly right. So that's, that's the first thing. Uh-huh. Go on, continue. I know you've got more to get out of it. <laughs> your rounds off. <laughs> so that's the first okay. thing. No, no, no. Let's that's go. my well, first thing. Just to, just to your, be very, off. very clear. Just to be very, very clear. I think it's insane that there was no prenup there. Somebody who's done as much as Adele, who's worth as much as Adele, it is insane that there is no prenup there. But cool. That aside, $140 million pounds this guy (laughs) don't piss me off i would be listen i would want to jump the table and strangle this man 140 what did you do for 140 million pounds put this into perspective right as a man what could you have possibly done outside of working to get 140 million pounds from somebody just because you were married to them? I'm fuming. Now, when it's the other way around, I understand it. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, is it? Because... Oh, it's the other way around. You get no, no, it. No, no. On, continue on it. I want to hear this. Relationships are a lot harder for women. I said what I said. Relationships are a lot harder for women because on, we, have to, we have to pretend to like a lot of shit when we love someone, right? We have to pretend to be okay with a lot of shit when we like somebody. Um, with that, go on. I see where you're going with that, but I think it's too broad of a statement to make because it's on a case by case basis. And it I is on a that, case by case basis, yeah. but just because this guy said we would be applauding Adele if it was the other way around, yeah. Because to me, I find that it's. And I'm probably being completely prejudiced here and biased, right? But you definitely are, but go on. I I find that, like, if a woman, so okay, if if a woman comes away from the relationship with a good divorce settlement, I don't see an issue with that because a lot of the time they would have been the one that had the kids. 
they would have been the one that was looking after the home. And I think mm-hmm. it's only fair that they get something, especially if they weren't working during that time. Okay, was that is they, that worth 140 mil? But that's what, 140 million is a ludicrous amount of money. <laughs> in, it just in itself, do you understand what I'm saying? So if, if Adele, yeah. if it was the other way around, right? I I wouldn't I wouldn't make a fuss about it, but I wouldn't be applauding it. So that's where I think mm-hmm. he got it wrong. The only time I've applauded someone getting an insane amount of money was Mackenzie Bezos getting all that money. I think she got like 300 billion or something ridiculous in yeah. her divorce settlement from um, Jeff Bezos. But that's okay. only because Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world. And she was there for all of that when he was building Amazon. So it's not like she just rocked up when he was already the richest man in the world. And then she took half of his fund, like his money. Yeah. So I applauded her for getting that because one, she was there for all of it. And two, yeah. she did something that he never did, which was give to charity. She gave most of it away. Okay. I salute that for her doing that. Exactly. So that's somebody that's somebody that I would applaud. I wouldn't just I wouldn't if it was the other way around with this Adele situation, I wouldn't applaud the woman for getting away of the situation with 140 million. But I would I wouldn't make a fuss about it either. I'd just be like, all right, well, you know, divorces mm. happen. You should have had a prenup. Yeah, so here's the fuss, here's my thoughts on it, the fuss with it in terms of this one. I put this on her am i applauding him for doing it no is it funny to see men on twitter say this is a win for us absolutely and that shit had me rolling that is wild. My life. that's a win for us if this was the other way around that's just funny i don't necessarily i don't agree with that like i said i just find it funny but when it comes to the actual situation when i look at it i put this on her you put yourself in this situation to be hit for 140 mil that's solely on you so that's solely on you that's he's getting his bag it depends on your moral compass and how you run morally in it. Cause it's like, I agree with you in the sense of if you help someone build up from the ground, nothing, you do deserve something. That's why I understand. I, I can't say you deserve something. I'd understand why you would want something. Me personally, if I'm with a woman and I help her build her up and then she becomes a millionaire and then we get divorced just the way I'm wired. I don't want anything from you because I'm good. I want nothing to do with you. If we splitting up, obviously I can't stand you. So it's like, I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want any reminder of you. So that's good. Like I can cut clean away from that. But again, like I stated, that's on, that's on Adele. That's her fault. And in terms of you saying um, that women have it harder in relationships and things of that nature, and they have to put up with a lot of stuff that they don't like and pretend to like a lot of stuff. That's on, and I say this to a, a male as well. I say it to a, a male as well in the same situation. That's on you. If you are with someone, and you putting up with a bag of stuff that you don't like, that's on you. Like, don't be, don't stay there. That's what I would say. Don't stay there. You don't have to be with this person. If you are unhappy, Yeah, but mm, that's much easier said than done. You see somebody like you, you can do that. Somebody like me, I can do that. But a lot of the time, particularly, I mean, I think it's changing more now, definitely. Mm. But women are brought up to feel like you have to be in a relationship. Like, that's what you're, you're supposed that's, to be. You're supposed true. to be getting, like, you know, being, this is how you're supposed to be. And this, you know, this is how you become a wife. And then you do this and you, right? And so I feel like women tend to put up with a lot more shit just for the sake of, well, you know, he might marry me one day or he married me at least. So <laughs> do you know what I mean? And that's it's true. not to say that, that there's no love there, but mm-hmm. I'm saying that they, they, I feel like women just put up with a lot more shit. From, from what I see of women that I know, um, or, mm. or examples that I've seen. I think women put up with a lot more from men. I think we also, if you think about it in terms of like 
sort of super I guess gender roles right so of like of women being when we're speaking very generally women being more patient and being able to take a lot more bullshit yeah because you use are emotionally and this is not me making excuse for men use in general in more terms are more um more capable of taking you're more yeah you're what's the word i'm looking for you're more capable of taking emotional things happening to you like men can't we can't take that you just can hack it more like you're more equipped to deal with emotional stuff and i think because because we know that and because men know that, I think men also take advantage of that. So, and so women, that extent, w- yeah. women tend to just put up with a lot of, and obviously we're talking about heteronormative, typical general relationships. Mm. This does not apply to everyone. I'm fully aware of that. Yeah. I just think that when we come, when we talk about like relationships breaking down or specifically marriages breaking down, I always feel like if a woman comes away from the situation with money, however much that may be, I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. Like, (laughs) I don't care. I really don't. Like, I don't feel sorry for the guy, but I'm also not like cheering for the girl unless it's a, it's a Mackenzie Bezos type situation. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not, but when it's a guy, I feel especially pissed off. Because I know that he w- he would have had to get something, right? Mm-hmm. Because obviously they have a son together. Mm-hmm. This boy is going to be, you know, he needs to have some kind of reciprocal, not reciprocal, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, basically, his home life will need to be steady so that when he's with his mum and when he's with his dad, like, he's it's not such a huge contrast with how both are living if that makes sense right so that it's not like he's living in this lavish lifestyle when he's with his mum and then he goes to his dad's and it's like you know it's it's nowhere near the same Mm -hmm. like it's never going to be 100 percent the same because he never made that kind of money but it's also it shouldn't also be massive like a big contrast like living outside of a van or something do you know what i mean it should yeah, never be that I bad yeah what you're saying so he would have come away with something and he should have come away with something but to mm-hmm. me 140 million just really sounds like a slap in the face it really is what like really i said does. i can't be mad at him for being an opportunist and getting it right that's her error that's her error. That is you, her error, but I'm It's her major error. It is uh, less like... And it pisses me off that there's her. all these guys online acting like... That's funny. That's a win for us. That's mad funny. And in terms of back onto another point that you made in terms of our women having um, it being in their... Them being told by society or family or whatever to they have to be in a relationship. Yeah. Eventually you have to... These, just because things are tradition doesn't mean it's right. You have to break the cycle you have to be strong enough yeah it sounds wild and it sounds easy me talking it but i've not done anything to that extent but you have to break these cycles so for instance just because you're from such a place that means so you're from one country so that means you have to marry someone else that's from your country i'm just using that as an example but if you meet somebody else who makes you completely happy and they're not from the same place as you what you're not going to be happy and not married and what because your family want you to or society tells you it's no it's like be happy like at the end of the day, you're the only one that's going to be with you in your head. And you make making everyone else happy is going to make you miserable. That's a big fact, but it's, yeah. it's much easier said than done. It's much easier said than done. That's why, yeah, I stay yeah, with that. But you have like to break the side. You have to be strong and you're just going to be miserable to keep your mom happy or dad happy or grandparents or family or a friend or. Or people that or just son. don't know how to mind their business. Yeah, Coming from somebody who is a full grown adult that chooses to be single it is a, it is a constant thing <laughs> like people just 
don't actually know how to mind their own business. Like, there we go. And then people will say to me, like, don't get me wrong, right? And I'm not trying to, however people want to live, that's their right, okay? Let me start there. But what's funny to me is, <laughs> what's funny to me is, when I see, you know, friends and co-workers, you know, on these Google Hangouts and stuff, when you lot are aging like milk in the space of a week because your kids are driving you insane being there 24 yeah. seven and I'm here and I haven't left my bed yet. Yeah. I feel like don't ask me about, I feel like you haven't, none of you lot have been saying anything recently. Have you? None of no. you lot have been saying, Oh, so when you're going to have kids, no. none of you lot have no. said any of that. Have you? Because you're, they're driving you insane. No, I shared a meme about that on Facebook and it was like, yeah, I haven't heard from the, oh, my kids are angels. You did. Yeah. Yes, 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 you did. My kid, the kids are angels crew in a while. And it's true. I ain't heard nothing from y'all. I ain't heard nothing. And that's like nothing against people who got kids. Obviously people say having kids, best feeling in the world and i understand that i get it but it's like people move and, yeah like and this pace. is absolutely not this is not to shame obviously yeah. not to shame anybody but also mind your business a little bit in it like <laughs> it's not okay to say to people so when you have kids like i you do you know what i mean leave me alone <laughs> yeah. it's like yes it's like leave me be. like i'm happy like i said in it i am happy you know I me mean? trying to tell me what my life is <laughs> you and, and that carlos miller thing. yeah there is the carlos miller thing because that's true though it's like tell me what my life like i'm I'm happy doing what I'm doing. Like, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, imagine having kids. I have to find a woman first. That's what I have to start with. If anyone ever says that to me, I'll be like, as skilled as I am, I can't get pregnant by myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Not a twin situation. Yeah, You're not, not a twin situation. <laughs> yeah, serious. As skilled as I am, and my skill set, has, I have a lot of attributes. I can't get pregnant by <laughs> That's myself. That's not one of them. <laughs> That's definitely not one of them. So I got to find a woman first. And then having a kid with someone, is that's a whole next level. That's a whole next level. That's one thing that we, like, we need to have a sit-down conversation as a society. Because, uh, guys, <laughs> how are people just, no, no, we really do. Because people are, like, you see how you see how easy it is to get divorced. Like, it's not yeah. simple, but you can do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Once you have them kids, <laughs> this is for, for life, okay, yes. people? Uh, yeah. You lot are hesitating to get married. You lot are thinking, thinking, thinking about getting married, but you're having right. babies like it's, like... And this is, <laughs> come on, man. You're, you're stuck with this person now. This person that you now hate, you're stuck with them forever yes. because you have a child with them. Like, are yeah. we not, how are we not taking that more seriously than marriage? I'd rather people, like, I'd rather meet someone that's like divorced five times than have yeah. like a whole bunch of kids and doesn't get on with the people they, that they've yeah. made those kids with. Because that, I mean? that is definitely like that, is, but that's just society being backwards. Like, well, it's we'll, wild. We'll, though. Don't we'll you think it's a mad? It rate? is wild. It is a mad rate that people will just have kids out here willy nilly. But when it comes to getting married, it's like, oh, like I don't know about. Look, I'm not ready for that. You're <laughs> not, not ready for that. But you have a whole human being with this person. I don't understand. <laughs> it's facts. That has never made facts. any sense to me. It's it always facts. confused me. Yeah, because that's just the world. Like, it's not. I understand what you're saying. It's just not a shock to me. But it is very much wild. It is very, very, and that is one of my worst fears is picking the wrong baby mom. Because I've seen, I've had brethren in the past and I've seen like when their baby moms have like just been causing mm -hmm. issues out of nothing. And it's like, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Like it really is like, and like you said, because you're, 
the kid ain't going nowhere. You're with Ever. them for life. That's it. Yeah. People like talk about, oh, 18 or whatever. No, it doesn't stop at 18. Ask yeah. your own parents if it stops at 18 because you still true. talk to your parents, don't you? Like, you there still you have a relationship with them. Yeah, it does. And, like, yeah. it affects, like, we're talking about whole human beings. Like, it affects how they grow up, how they deal with mm-hmm. other people when they're adults and how, do you know, it just, it affects so much. And I feel yeah. like, can we just stop for a second and think, like, obviously, listen humans aren't perfect relationships are going to break down you're going to have situations where you have children with somebody and that relationship doesn't work out it happens yeah but it's just this whole culture of oh yeah you know we've got kids but i'm not ready to get married what are you talking about (laughs) yeah yeah series what are you talking what are you talking about like yes you've already took the big step make it make sense a lifelong commitment versus somebody who you can literally get divorced from if this doesn't work (laughs) I don't understand. You get divorced from like, them and it probably won't cost you 140 mil. So you good. It definitely you know won't because you, you do won't. not earn what Adele earns. <laughs> it will not cost you 140 million. You can do it very, very, very easily and simply and quickly. So I saying. just don't understand how... I, I don't get it. I've never understood that. And the thing is, them kids going to cost you a lot of money as well. Oh, mate. It won't be 140 mil, but it's, it'll be more than a divorce. Settlement. It's going to feel like it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> don't feel like 140 mil i see the way like you know new mums especially the way they go through clothes when these babies are growing like they didn't even like they wear the clothes for like a week and that's one thing i noticed as well a friend of mine posted something you know about her her recent her recent baby and she's now doing photo shoots on like facebook because everyone's in isolation she's gonna outgrow all of these cute clothes that she went and bought her (laughs) no one's even gonna get to see them you gotta get wear out of them makes sense Exactly. So she's doing photo shoots now because she's like, I need proof that she wore these clothes. <laughs> like yeah, people need to see this baby in these clothes. Makes sense. It does make sense. One thousand percent. Anyway, um, all right. Well, this was a good episode. We didn't even do a rapid fire or anything. Is, um, no, but fine. you've been on the show that many times. I don't think there's anything I can ask you that's going to be like of new information. And I keep being <laughs> so, it as well. Even waved. I think every time I've done the rapid have. fire, I've been drunk and I still yeah. beat it still. But yeah, it's been great. I love coming on Pod of Mercy. Anytime you already know. Let's do a final segment then. Let's let's go. Let's just jump into Mahakama then. Okay. Um, And since we've been talking about lockdown um, and Corona and all of that, let's just stick with it. So I really didn't. I wasn't going to talk about this at all, but you know, I guess we should. Um, (laughs) So at the time of at the time of recording this, so obviously Boris Johnson, our Prime Minister here in the United Kingdom. Uh, he was moved to the, he already, you know, we already knew that he had coronavirus a couple of weeks ago. Um, but he was, he wasn't in hospital. He was recovering at home. He was even still doing things on Zoom. And then at the weekend, he went into hospital and it was um, announced yesterday, I believe. So uh, Monday the 6th that he went into the ICU. He wasn't on ventilator um, at the time of, at the time of this being recorded. Um, but he had been given oxygen and he was in, in the intensive care unit. So the reason I brought it up in Mahakama, so for those of you who are listening to the, uh, for the first time, Mahakama is Swahili for court. And it's a segment of the show where I like to judge people, things, situations, <laughs> um, because I am a judgmental person and uh, I enjoy it. <laughs> so the reason I brought this up for Mahakama is because of the reactions that I've seen on social media um, when we all found out that Boris Johnson was in the ICU. So the way I found out, because I've not been watching the news purposely, 
because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm don't want to, you know, I figured I'll go on Twitter. I'll learn if something important happens because I don't, I don't want to be watching the news and just giving myself anxiety all day. So, exactly that. um, so of course I went on Twitter and I learned, that's how I learned that Boris was in the ICU. Yeah. And that's because I think maybe 10 or 11 of the 20 worldwide trends were all related to Boris. And it just, people are fucking annoying. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's basically what, what, you know, that's my whole vibe. Uh, people yeah. are just in general, not even just with this. Um, yeah, people are in general. People in general are just really fucking annoying. Like, Big you thoughts. know, it's really okay to, to dislike somebody's politics, mm-hmm. to dislike somebody's character to disagree with everything they say, do, stand for, etc. Yeah. And to also just not say anything. True. Like it's really fine. Like mm-hmm. you can you can, you know, see some news that doesn't affect you personally, but you know, affects the the, the wider society to an extent. Um and either not comment or comment. You can, you know, do whatever you want. But what we need to get away from, <laughs> in my opinion, is this whole, like, I don't agree with this person, so they defo should die, and this person should die next. And then you've got these other people that are like, well, you shouldn't do that because this is our prime minister, and, like, you know, we should hold him up in all high regard and everything he's done in the past. It doesn't matter because, well, like shut up <laughs> just everyone shut up for a second please shut like, up, just shut up like honestly oh i know and i know it's twitter and i know it's not the place to go when you want people to shut up it's in fact the opposite place to go when you want people to shut up but it's like ah, exactly. oh, people just want to argue for the sake of arguing people just want to just get their bars off irrespective of of how how that would make somebody else feel or how that would come across that like people are just yes. not thinking everything is a knee-jerk reaction yes. like you can go on twitter and see that boris is in the icu and not feel a way about it but if you mm-hmm. don't feel a way about it maybe just don't say anything there you go that's what that is yeah don't if you're feel, not bothered yeah. either way don't say anything don't come on there to then tell somebody how they should be reacting <laughs> Because they are wrong and then that person then gets in their feelings and then this one's in their feelings and you're both arguing about something that, like, really? Yeah, that's true. It's true. I, un- I understand when people are saying, look, stop wishing death on people because that is mm. wild. You yes. can't say that you're for people and you're against the Tories because of how they kill people off with their austerity measures. But then still be like, yeah, but I hope Corona kills them. Like, wait, make it make sense, please. What are you talking about? The reason you don't like them is because the things that they do kill people, harm people or impoverish people. So why are you then wishing that same thing on? That doesn't make sense. It makes no type of sense. So I understand why people were like, okay, chill out. Like, stop wishing, you know what I mean? Stop wishing death on people. But then I also don't want to have clap for Boris. Mm. I'm not clapping for <laughs> Boris. I'm, I'm just not. Okay, I don't. Yeah. I wish him well. I wish him a speedy recovery. I hope he can breathe by himself and he gets better and he beats this virus. 100. percent I do. Yeah. I don't wish that on anyone. I'm not no. going outside my door and clapping for this guy though. No, because he's still sense. Boris Johnson. Yeah, and you he's disagree with Tory. his policies and that. Yeah, you don't have to. Like, that's that's what are very we doing? silly. Yeah, it's very silly of people to be like because he's the in the prime minister position. 
you can't feel any bad feelings toward him. And that's incorrect. You can not like this man because of his politics. Like saying he should die is a, is, is a bit too far. But I understand like if you come out with racial comments, which he has done in the past, I can understand why people are not, I won't say happy about you being ill, but they feel no way and why they don't want to clap for you. Right. That's what it is. Like, what was the term you used? You used the virtual term, was it? The term was so oh, old. Oh, which one? He's yeah. picking he any said, smiles. Yeah, picking he said watermelon the thing smiles. With that, with the, <laughs> he said um, the letterbox thing. Like, he said so much. This is what I'm saying, but with the, I wanted to use the picking anyone in particular because I didn't even know that was a racial slur. So I'm like, how ingrained in your DNA is your racism to the fact oh, that Oh, yeah, that's old school. Old racial terms. Like, he's using proper old school. Like, it's like, yeah, using proper old school. So that's how far back that goes and how long you've had these racist thoughts and feelings inside. So it's like, hearing that, you have to understand why certain people will be like, I'm not clapping for him. That makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. I understand why certain people wouldn't want to clap for him. Also, I don't understand the whole clapping anything. Yeah, that, yeah. I, don't I really, honestly, I, I'm genuine. And, and I know it sounds kind of shitty because I, that's why I didn't even bother saying it on Twitter because I was like, you know what? If you don't want to clap, clap. But I don't, I'm not standing outside my door and clapping for the NHS because you know why? I, I clap for the NHS in the way that I know how. So the things that I know that I can control that will help the NHS, I try not to be a burden on the NHS, which is why I'm staying home, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also I vote for the NHS, which is why I vote Labour. Every time there's an election, I vote Labour because I know that the alternative is the Tories who constantly underfund the NHS. So I do the things that actually matter when it comes to the NHS, in my opinion, which is stay home so that I'm not a burden during this pandemic and vote for policies that actually uplift and help and fund the NHS. Me standing outside my door and clapping with all due respect ain't doing shit for them. So all of you lot that were out there clapping, okay, great. But also vote Labour. Like, what are we doing here? Because a lot of people that vote Tory, a lot of people that have been behind the Tories, a lot of actual Tory MPs are talking about clap for the NHS. Yeah. So I, all of this clap stuff, just stop. Because <laughs> we're not clapping. at a concert. We're not. Like, <laughs> I don't understand why we're just out here clapping, but we're not actually doing the things that matter. It's all for show. It's all very, very inauthentic. Yes. And it's, it's very, very annoying. And I think that that's what, that goes back to the whole people are really fucking annoying in general, because it's like, just just be authentic in what, what it is you feel. If you vote Tories because what you cared about was Brexit, then don't be out here talking about NHS this, NHS that, because you didn't care enough to vote. There you go. So sit down and be quiet. Yep. You and the same with, like, the same with, it's the same with everything. Whenever these big things come up and it's like people are act, like you're acting in a way that doesn't reflect what you actually do. Mm. So stop it because <laughs> it's all just noise. It's, there's just so much noise. Be consistent with your character. That's what you have to do. Exactly. Be consistent with your character. Keep that same, same energy. energy. So if you do Keep vote Tories and you like Boris, don't clap for the NHS. If you vote Labour and you do everything in your, like you said, staying home and you do things to help the NHS, by all means, go ahead and clap. I understand it. But you're just adding to it. But your, your, action, your actions and deeds, not just words and lip service. Exactly. It's all very, very yes. fake. And it's all very, like, holy than thou. Like, even with, you know how, like, the government have said during the lockdown that you can go out um, and either exercise outside or go to, you know, go do an essential shop or whatever. <laughs> so, at the moment, like, the media and stuff is, like, really vilifying people for, like, going to parks and stuff. Now, I understand um, 
and and I was actually listening to the Say Your Mind podcast with Colette Okafor and she mentioned this and it really like it kind of put into words what I was already thinking like we have to stop vilifying people so much for just going outside like I know we're on lockdown and as long as you're following the social distancing I don't see the issue of you being outside for an hour and choosing to walk in a park rather than maybe walking in the street or whatever. Mm-hmm. As long as you're still keeping the two meters, I don't see you're following the rules. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As long as you so st- if, you're, if you're doing what you're distancing. supposed to do, but now it's like people look like you know, people are now policing each other and being like, stay indoors. Why are you even going outside? And these are the same people that like might have a back garden or they have mm-hmm. a balcony. And it's like, okay, but not everybody has that. And some people like with me, for example, I always feel better. If this, especially when the sun is out, if I just go outside and get some fresh air, I need go. to go outside, get some fresh air, get some vitamin D from the sun and just be like, it just clears my brain up. And I'm sure it does the same for a lot of people. So I think this whole vilifying each other on, on, on social media, especially that's where I see it anyway, on Twitter, you know, people being like, no, why are you even outside? Why are you even going to a park? Why are you even outside walking? Like, why are you doing normal things? <laughs> well, like, what? Chill. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not every day we have to argue on Twitter, is my point. Well, that's, that's what, what it is, because you have certain people who are on social media. I think I said this on Sarcasm City, literally, that we recorded just yesterday. Um, people are literally just sat on social media waiting to be offended. We live yeah. in, and we live in the most, it's the most diverse um, generation where you have the people who just really don't give a fuck and make a joke out of absolute everything. And then you have, on the other hand, people who are just sitting around waiting to be offended by everything. Now we have both those, both ends of the spectrum and everything in between. Yeah, it's true. It's wild. wild. I think what makes it worse are the people that profit from being offended. Yes. You see the people that you can spot them, the people that have the think pieces ready to go, articles ready to go to sell to somebody. That's true. That's true. And what's Just it called? Being offended. Andrew Schultz said, I think it was on Flagrant too. I think he said, or one of his clips, he said, um, it's amazing how when pandemics happen, all these woke people disappear. I was like, that's true. I've not heard none. He did say, yeah, he said that on one of, yeah. I think it was one of the coronavirus. Yeah, it was one of them he's episodes. He's like, all these woke people, because it's like, there's something bigger now going on, which there yeah. is. Like, so. I yeah. kind of half agree with that, but I see, I see the point he was trying to make. Um, I, I always feel like there's a space for being woke because it, it's a progressive thing. So it's always about progressing society and, and people treating people better. But I think if you're using that wokeness to treat somebody else like shit, then stop it. Yeah, and that no. brings me right back to the Mahakama. If you're saying that you don't like Boris because his policies hurt people, but you're wishing death on him, that doesn't make any fucking sense. No. <laughs> stop <No>. it. <laughs> okay. Like you don't have to love him, you don't have to clap for him, you don't have to vote for him, yeah. but you also don't have to wish death on him yeah. and then go, oh, and then Katie Hopkins next. Like you're not funny. <laughs> go sit down. <laughs> you're too woke. Go to sleep. Go it's to too much. You too you've woke, gone the complete yeah. other way. Sleep. You're so woke. You've gone conservative now because you're yeah. now wishing bad things on people for no fucking reason. You've gone all the way into bigotry. Like yeah. relax. I shouldn't say conservative because conservatives will say I'm not a bigot. I'm just conservative. Okay. So you've gone all the way from liberal to bigger in the space of not, like in no time, just because you dislike somebody's politics doesn't mean you should then wish them death. Yeah, I agree with just that. Because, just because that politician is dying doesn't mean that all of the horrible things that they've done in the past are now erased from the record. You can still dislike him. 
but you also don't have to wish him death. Like there, there is a middle ground in these things. Like nuance isn't all the way dead. Like it feels like it on Twitter because it's always so extreme, but there is definitely a middle ground in there somewhere. There is. And that's what you have to find a balance. That's the key to everything. Moderation. Like just don't say anything. Just don't say anything on it. Just keep it moving. Like I'm literally on there. I say this all the time. I literally use social media to promote what I got going on. And hear these, get my jokes off and hear these jokes. That's all I'm there for. Entertainment. Like, I don't take it serious. Because it's not the place for, social media is not the place for serious topics. Twitter used to be so fun, man. When I first joined Twitter, like, on this account, I think I've had it since, I want to say March 2009, this account. But I had another account, I think, late 2008. Mm. Um, So in total, I've I've been on Twitter a long time, almost 12 years. And I feel like, I don't, I don't know, Twitter used to just be fun. Like, it used to be a place where you could just, it's, like, celebrities would go and get their jokes off and be like yeah. normal humans and you would interact with them and it would be amazing because this person would interact with you. Like, you know, I, it just, it was so fun. And then all of the politicians went on. <laughs> it still is, even though I get what, what? you're saying, it still is, because you can just mute these people. No, of course, don't get me wrong like it yeah. still it still has a lot of fun and yeah. and and black twitter especially is just it's still killing it daily daily constant Hilarious. content it's amazing but i do i do always feel a little bit disheartened when i see like press releases from certain people on twitter and i'm like why is this why is this here like yeah, i get that it has to be because nobody is it's like they literally do press releases on twitter like big companies <laughs> will do press releases on twitter politicians will put out a tweet and then they'll report it on sky news and they put a picture up on the screen of the tweet and I'm like, what, the, what is going on yeah, <laughs> like, stop it. like but then i find myself feeding into it as well like i'll be having fun and then something serious i'll see something serious on my timeline and i'll be like i'll comment on it as well and i'm like shit why did i do that this is twitter it's supposed to be fun and I literally do it all the time um, because it's, 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 now, it's now what Twitter has become. Twitter has become the everything place, whereas it used to just be fun and yeah, just now, be silly now and jokes. And, and now it's the world. The world has gone into Twitter now. The it's too it. much. But then that's when you get great because all, all the time when there's a press release, well, not all the time, majority of the time when there's press releases and something serious happens, we always get a quote tweet that's a joke that is absolutely golden and thousands of people retweet. There's That's always true. one and I always see I'll always see the caption of it because I'm not really following people like that so I don't really get the retweets but there's always a caption or someone I know will retweet it and it will come up on my time and I'm like that's hilarious so you always get the moments like I said before you get where we have especially on Twitter as well the people in the world who just don't give a fuck and anything could be happening we could find out right the world's gonna end in 20 minutes people will have their memes and jokes ready people will put the Jordan face on, on the earth <laughs> People don't care. Like that's Mate, what that, that is. meme was so good that Jordan literally yeah. said in a like it was at the Kobe <laughs> funeral, wasn't it? It was yeah. saying he's now going to end up being another meme. Yeah, he's going like, to be another meme. It yeah. was that big off the strength of Twitter. Yeah, off the strength of it, and it's, it is great. Like social media is the best and the worst thing at the exact same time because when people and corporations make wrong decisions, Twitter right especially, they, it can be. You can be, so, how do I put this now? You can be shamed into making the right decision. Like Liverpool FC, the football club, they put their, um, all their stuff on like furlough and that. And there was outrage across all social media and they reversed the decision. 
Did you really just bring football to Potter? Yeah, man, I had to bring it because that's a great point. That's a great point. No, it is Um, a great point. Exactly. I mean, full of him, that's a great point. Like, even, for instance, um, when the Sonic film, you know, when it was first, like, released. Yeah. And he had the digital (laughs) Sonic and everyone caned the Sonic. So they changed Sonic. Those jokes were hilarious, though. They changed Sonic. amazing. Like, imagine that because if this was before social media times, 23 years ago or whatever, they just put that out and it just gets trashed, but they keep going. But they seen the response to that. I was like, nah, this can't run. That's very true. This can't and run. another good thing is, because I'd saw, because um, we were talking about the NHS, um, I saw recently, I think I posted it on my Instagram stories, um, because I saw a link that had been posted by somebody and retweeted by a bunch of people, including celebrities and stuff like British celebrities, yeah. a link for volunteering for the NHS as a responder. So there's a couple of different roles that you could do to volunteer. So I clicked on the link to go and submit an application and literally it was full. They were like, we've had over 750,000 applicants. (laughs) So we're going to deal with them first and then we'll, you know, then we'll open it up again, maybe in a couple of weeks. And to see that, right. To see that, that many people like choosing to volunteer, applying to volunteer for the NHS there are moments where I get stuff like that and I'm like, okay, maybe humans aren't so shit. We have the occasional hit track. We have our moments. Yeah, we have our moments. Mostly we trash, you know what I mean? But we have our <laughs> occasional... Yeah, mostly we trash, but Respects. we have the occasional moment when you're like, wow, there is sensible people out here. There is genuinely people, genuinely people who want to help out here. There yeah. is. Yeah. All right. Well, let's leave it on a positive then, because otherwise we can just go. We can just keep keep going on about how shit everyone is. Yeah, <laughs> let's leave it on a positive. <laughs> let's leave it on a positive. I like that. Let's leave it on a positive <laughs> note. Yes, let's leave it on a positive um, note. Well, thank you, thank you so much for doing this again. I swear you're like a regular at this point. It's our show. Yeah, I love being um, on here. I love part of this. <laughs> I love it. It's great. But yeah, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that the the quality is okay. It sounded okay before when I did the sound check. So, um, for those of you listening, obviously we're all on lockdown, so this is being done through Zoom. Um, and yeah, I just hope that it sounds okay and that it kind of sounds like we're in the same room. <laughs> it'll sound yeah. People understand it'll sound good. <laughs> no problem. You got a new episode of Sarcasm City coming out same day as this, right? Yes. So we are. So talk about it. network is going to keep going during isolation so part of mercy this episode will be dropping on wednesday and sarcasm city will have an episode dropping on wednesday we're going to continue as well through our isolation sarcasm city episodes will continue to go out and it'll go back to the regular day of tuesday dope and um also the other the other podcast on the talk about it network is redline picture podcast check them out they usually put out episodes on a thursday i believe yes um, so yeah go find go find them they're always hilarious they are um alan mike and nick uh you obviously you lot will if you've listened to <laughs> if you've listened to pod of mercy you know exactly who the fuck nick is um yes, you know exactly, exactly yeah. who nick is. i need to go over there as well actually redline picture it's been a while since i've been a guest over there i need to do, I do want to work with them I'm I'm actually a little bit afraid um, because no you know me I have no self like the thing is I don't even I know this is going to come as a shock but I really don't even drink that much like I don't drink that often but when I actually um you know when I'm around people in a social setting and I start drinking it's like I don't know how to be like okay don't do this extra shot this is stupid yeah that's what I is but you know what that's the this is now the perfect time to go over there because we're in isolation 
So that's how you do it. Just do it via ah, Zoom or something. Then I can control myself. Yes, you can control yes. yourself. There you go. And I can just have go. the red wine that's in my house and I'm not there sitting here doing shots. There you go. See, exactly this is right. man. Listen, this lockdown is going to be good. I, yeah, f- I feel it in my. I feel it in my. I like bones. this. Let's go, Linda. <laughs> I like this. I like that talk. Yes, <laughs> this lockdown going to be very good. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening this week. Um, I know the schedule was a bit off because we had an earlier episode because um, we had a, a two-parter last time with, with uh, Nick and with Flawless. But um, yeah, new episodes out every other Wednesday. Follow at Pod of Mercy on Twitter, Instagram, and all that kind of stuff. And I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.